Does the industry, Nicole, need the code of ethics, NAR's code of ethics, a made up list of ethics to be an ethical industry? I mean, it shouldn't, right? This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you were tuned into episode 299 of The Real Word. 299, and it's like... Wow, your word is up. This is really what's going on. It's like we've never done this before. It is like we've never done it before. You you didn't even know where your microphone was. I didn't almost talk into my microphone. I didn't know where to look. All right, we're going to do a throwback here on 299. (laughs) We're going to go headlines, shell. We used to do three segments. Now we just do a whole big segment, because the topics are so juicy now. Well, you and you like to talk. Yeah. Nicole. Well, our topics used to be, oh my God, if you, no, no, if we look back, I think, remember one of them we used to, we were talking about the future being like the Jetsons. Like we used to have like goofy time. We're like, we used to argue over grass. I'm like, I like grass. You throw one goofy topic in a week. (laughs) No, I didn't. um, We used to talk about like paint colors. And now, you know, on pod, you'll just complain that I like to talk a lot. But then, no, you do love to talk. But then when we're off the pod, you're like, oh, you just talk. I I don't really want to say. Well, I don't want to talk. You tried to out me in public. <laughs> no. I, I got a call from, uh, I won't say who, I got a call from somebody from last week's pod, said they love the pod. Oh, good. They, so they, they enjoyed the, hearing your voice. The co-star pod. So go, good. go check that one out. They liked your insights. My insights? Yeah. Oh, did I have any? You had, you had a lot of insights. Wow. Yeah. Well, let's go. All right. Look at me. And now I'm going to need your insights on this. I'll need your thoughts down below in the comment section as well. We've got two headlines on updates on NAR, National Association of Realtors. Number one, a Seattle-based Coldwell Banker franchise steps away from NAR. I mean, we knew this was going to happen. Yeah, Seattle-based Coldwell Banker Danforth has decided not to renew its affiliation with the National Association of Realtors starting in 2024, making it the first privately owned Coldwell Banker franchise in the U.S. to separate from NAR. This is on nowbam.com. On an issue statement on uh, Friday, December the 1st, Dave Danforth acknowledged the value NAR has brought to the industry, but chose to prioritize agent autonomy. Okay, so uh, this Coldwell banker Danforth independently owned and operated. So that's what, you, you know, with um, Coldwell banker franchises, you get these independently owned and operated, then, yep. you, then you get anywhere owned, corporate, uh, corporate yeah. owned. Uh, so this means that the terms of the anywhere settlement, you know, even though they're independently owned and operated, they still under the same umbrella. Thing. Yeah, but they're all under the same you umbrella. Know. Yeah, I mean they're Coldwell this, Banker. Sotheby's franchises do the same thing. You have some, some that are the true Sotheby's. It's very hard to understand. Like Greenwich. Yeah, and then the rest of Connecticut's nothing. An affiliate. Right. Right. As one example, but they all kind of sing up to the mothership. Um, not that that's a bad thing. I'm just, no, that's just lovely. the way it is. Just I, the way you know, that it works. I, I love the Sotheby's brand. Love it. Um, I love the pineapple. Love it. They gave all, that's a local thing for those oh, that are well, wondering what the pineapple is. I like is. the pineapple there thing. There you go. <laughs> they, Standing straight up though, of course. Yeah. They gave all the company owned brokerages and affiliates, uh, option of leaving NAR. This is what the anywhere settlement did when we, they had the settlement for the Sitzer brunette and the upcoming, uh, Muller case, which we're going to get into, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. But, I like it. Um, in a statement last Friday, Dave Danforth will not, said, again, they will not renew its affiliation. Uh, their 
office has three or their brokerage has mm-hmm. 300 agents across five offices. This is in the Puget Sound, Washington State area. Puget Sound, a little submarine shop up there. Fun fact for those that didn't know about Puget Sound. You've been? I uh, have not been. have not been. Why do you know that? I used to build submarines. For oh, our, our so you knew where they were going. Country. Yeah. I, well, I knew that they had a little small shipyard. It doesn't compete with the shipyard in uh, Connecticut, Look of at course, you. See? or Virginia. Those are the two big sh- shipyards in Puget Sound. Good has, thing you had that job because now you can talk about it. It has a smaller shipyard. Um, since its agents rely on the Northwest MLS, which also is independent of NAR, separating from NAR won't result in a loss of MLS lockbox access. So easier decision for Dave Danforth to right. make than maybe other brokerages of course, who have an MLS manipulation with NAR. I mean, I'm less I'm less worried about like the lockbox access and probably... You think you could figure that one out? I, well, I don't use them. Hey, what's the code? Because I, I don't use those. Because then you have to keep the... your phone... Like if you're like it... Well, they used to have its own key. Remember when there was the own key for the MLS ones? And it's yeah. like, oh man, I never charged it. They need to do the updates. That was some of the worst technology I've ever seen. It was terrible. And then if you didn't have service there, then it wouldn't work. So you couldn't even get into the damn thing. That was what? Sentry? Or No. No, that was oh. Supra. That was Supra, right? It's still Supra. It's still Supra. I think it was always Supra. Well, there was two. There was Century. No, Century was... I don't remember Century. Century was the very expensive one that about four people in our entire... Let me know if you know Century. So but it was Supra is the blue thing, one. And remember, it was just that one stick kind of charger. Like, you can't even you can't even use a normal charger to charge it. Yeah. It was awful. And then oh you had God, these Century that ones thing. that were like double the price, and they came out around Have a little bit after Have you ever used Supra. an electronic lockbox? Have you, yeah. You've purchased them. I didn't, but in my past real estate life, somebody else did. It was wow. very bullish. They on were them. like a hundred dollars a piece. They were a complete waste of money. Total waste of money. In the comments, you may disagree with this you conversation may. we're having about the lockboxes. I think people love them because they can see when people go and leave. Florida, they're really you. It's it's rare in Florida, in my experience, in Naples rather. I, I shouldn't speak for all of Florida. Very big state. Um, I mean, I guess it's easier it's to see if people are not leaving or combo like combo lockbox. You, you mostly oh, yeah? see electronic. Lock Again, box. I think well, because you're also talking about five million dollar homes. So I guess I not that not no, that, on everything on everything. Not that lower end is 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 less worthy, but it does give you the ability to obviously track the showings yeah. and who left, who le- who didn't leave, who didn't put like if the key is missing, you can very easily backtrack to who it was. I I completely get the whole thing behind it, but it's a good around way- here though too. There's a lot of agents that are at their showings too Uh so it's also a good way to keep part-timers out since april we have uploaded new and sought after courses content and tactical assets for your business into the bamx platform not articles behind a paywall that only pontificate to you what you should think and do but education that actually shows you how to do what you need in today's market Every day, we continue to add more content into BAMX and our private Facebook community. Content that works. Content that our members have exclusive access to daily. It's why over 1,500 of you and climbing have joined us in BAMX. It's also why tomorrow's price is guaranteed to be higher than today's. That's called inflation. Do not wait any longer. Use code REALWORD and join the thousands of agents taking their business to the next level today. Code REALWORD for 10% off. See you in BAM X. Right. Well, you just make it harder for them to unless access they're the asking homes. someone to borrow. I, the I'm amount saying, of times I used to ask people, "Could I borrow your key?" I mean, 
I've used other people. Again, this was back in the day when you had to have the remote. Like I was running around the state just to get someone's remote so that I could then get into the house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying that agents should be conspiring in any way to do no, anything. I'm just I don't saying, think that's even allowed. I'm just saying that that would. Uh, it's that would so keep much easier on your phone. Out. Yeah, definitely easier now on your phone. Technology's gotten uh, better. The statement from Danforth, yeah. though, going back to the, topic. the Puget Sound yeah. uh, Coal Banker offices, doesn't mention the commission lawsuits, nor does it reference uh, NAR's sexual harassment scandal. Unlike Redfin's statement, when right. they left, they mentioned both. Yeah. Uh, but as NAR deals with the fallout of Sitzer Burnett and prepares for an appeal, not to mention further trials or other class action commission lawsuits, Danforth may see a clear advantage to a very public separation. He made this public to mm-hmm. consumers. Right. You know, this isn't just public to agents. As copycat lawsuits are being filed across the country, real estate companies affiliated with NAR may be more likely to be named as defendants and Danforth's public defense of agents independent choice so he's gonna allow the agent you want to join nar yeah i think that's great go ahead you don't you don't have to it's interesting though because i i wonder here how many times are you asked like hey like that are not affiliated with the real estate industry at all like what's what's the scoop with this nar lawsuit well i've been asked a number of times right so i i it almost seems like and I, I'm, I'm, I, this is pure speculation. I, I think this is really probably just Have you more, not been asked? Oh, I've been asked. Yeah. And again, I, I, and I'm not saying that this is what he's doing at all. I'm just, again, I'm, I'm wondering how many people, and again, I'm not accusing him of this, are sort of taking this approach because there are so many people thinking that, I mean, we get texts, like the industry's going down, Nicole, like what's your plan B, like whatever it may be. Um, and I'm wondering if some people are taking this approach instead of it, it may be easier than like counteracting like the the narrative. Mm-hmm. Like he's just like, all right, we're getting away from NAR. Forget it. everyone's it, questioning it. No one understands it. It's a clean so professional way walk to away. publicly acknowledge it without acknowledging it. Right. Or well, well, acknowledging it without educating it on it. Without doing anything. Right. It's like a Seinfeld episode. Right. Well, is doing that... something with doing nothing. Yeah. That's probably a Seinfeld <laughs> is it, episode. That is just, isn't that <laughs> isn't that just Seinfeld? That's just like doing something <laughs> great by doing nothing at all. And I'm not saying that that's what he's doing, but it almost seems like that could be the that was the potential move because yep. there's probably so many people asking about it, and this is a way for him to sort of step away so that they can maintain, you know. Their integrity and their ethics, right? Yeah. So all let of me it. ask you this. Yeah. It's in the nowbam.com article. I think Sarah, yeah, Sarah wrote this one, did a great job. Yeah. On the piece. She always does a great job. Are you kidding me? She does a great job. Yeah. Um, after all, as any real estate agent can tell you, you don't need the NAR code of ethics to be an ethical real estate professional. Correct. So, does the industry, Nicole, need the code of ethics, NAR's code of ethics, a made up list of ethics to be an I mean, ethical industry. It, I mean, it shouldn't, right? I mean, come on now, people. How does it get policed without these? Uh, just proposing the question, how does it get policed without the, the code? Yeah, ethics? I mean, obvi- I, 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 it, it sounds like there's going to be a lot more probably, like it would have to whittle down more to the boards. You know, there there's probably but needs to be... Just, bringing out these code of ethics, I mean, that are coming down from the mothership of NAR, I think it could also be, here's my two cents on it. Um, 
which is which well, I mean, is, would that even then play a role in like your like? Well, no, I guess it wouldn't. But here, here's like where they can do it. You could raise the standard. Yeah. You could really increase the standard in which to be licensed and maintain licensing. Right. And that could wrap in common sense laws, ethics, and that kind of thing um, to not only get and maintain, but to maintain long term. Right. The license, but that that would also reduce membership. Okay. Which is, is which that, is, is that a problem? Is, <laughs> I'm just saying that's what it would do. Uh, so while Dana Forth's statement doesn't provide any further explanation for the de- decision, it's the latest, and here's the list. Okay? I am happy to hear, though, that he is allowing his agents to still join. I do think that there are some agents choice. that still... Everything's about choice. ...that still ha- find value, yes. A- everything is about choice And we've days. seen that throughout this entire debate you know there are still agents that do 100 percent find value as being a, a value of being a member of not everything should be about choice yes. and, and so if we're give more consumers more choice give more agents the cho- choice yeah. choice across the right. board right so in early october redfin they were out yep okay they cited the lawsuit they cited the sexual harassment um days later anywhere remax settled and said, don't have to be an NAR member. This is the first big shoe to drop. Remember, you, you got to let some of these memberships run its course. Right. It sounds like they have a end of the year, beginning of the yeah, year. Yeah, I think our, I mean, I think I just got my bills. What am I doing, March yep. or something? Yeah. It's March or whatever. So, you know, some areas may all be different when they're signing up, signing in, right. when they're renewing. It's like the Inman thing. Like, uh, cool. Well, but companies you still have a year. like that <laughs> that are t- that have tied their subscription right into in. you had a, when they had that cancel Inman hashtag going around. Yeah. There was a lot of people that were shocked to find out. Wait a minute, I'm canceling Inman, and I didn't even realize I had it for free. It doesn't matter if I cancel or not. I'm not allowed to cancel because my board dues are going towards it, as uh, you know some exit out of this relationship right um those companies over the next 12 18 24 months are going to be vulnerable on their subscription platforms if they tied it to this so anywhere remax given choice this is the first year to drop um this is this is not owned by anywhere but the first in the family to do it mm-hmm. obviously the verdict came out of the sister Burnett, and now let's shift over to headline number two. I, they Nicole. would have had to have. I would. I'm assuming here again. I'm doing a lot of assumptions today. They must have had to have gotten gotten Colwell Banker's authorization or okay to do that. Well, they've already given them the authorization, and they don't have to do any more in the settlement. They've given them the authorization. What they have that, to double check? Well, I don't know. Do a check back? Maybe. Like, let's I'll sign think, this off. You know, it's just I a think little sign off. The permission. Um, and the NAR now is looking for permission going into headline number two, Nicole. Let's go. To get the next big trial, class action lawsuit, pushed back. So the judge uh, is tentatively setting the moral, I think it's Morel, M-O-E-H-R-L, Morel. Morel. Trial for uh, quarter four, 2024, despite... NAR objection that they shouldn't even be able to set a date right now. We're not at a point where we can set a, uh, a date. So NAR argues against setting a trial date. Ethan Glass, the defense attorney for a national association of realtors argued that setting a trial date was way premature, saying the court does not even take any requests to decide the case without going to trial. 
Um, he also pointed out that the Sitzer Burnett trial has been rescheduled several times before ultimately starting in October. Um, as we found ourselves in Kansas City preparing for a trial multiple times, which is a very big resource drain, uh, your preparation, I mean, you prepared multiple times, and I don't think your preparation was very good. The current deadline for submitting requests for uh, summary uh, judgment is December 19th. So coming up, Glass asked Wood, Wood being the uh, judge for a week or so to notify the court if NAR wanted an extension of that deadline, saying there may or may not be reasons to do so. We are analyzing, this is Ethan Glass, NAR defense attorney. We are analyzing what the consequences of the jury verdict are, going back to Sitzer Burnett. Mm -hmm. There are legal questions that at least the National Association of Realtors believes that the court in Kansas City got wrong. And it seems a waste of resources to go through and have this court make legal determinations when there may be an appellate court that may be weighing in. I want to make sure that we are being efficient with the court's resources and transparent with the court and candidly with the plaintiffs and other defendants on what the consequence of that is. Interestingly enough, the attorney, Timothy Ray of Keller Williams, yep. says, I... He believes there's serious errors, like Ethan Glass in the Sitzer Burnett. And that's why he doesn't want a standard tied to this trial. Of course. With Morrell going forward. where the Well, that's NAR the concern for the whole industry. How come Keller Williams attorneys and NAR attorneys aren't even on the same page? <laughs> I mean, they're in the courtroom, not on the same page together. Right. Can't you guys get on a, get good attorneys on all sides. Great, not good phenomenal ones and then get on this it's like you're competing with each other in the courtroom and so, so well we my, know how my, attorneys work you know they're, they're like sometimes their arrogance gets gets ahead of them so so then you have um the I mean, attorney attorneys, for the plaintiffs but... saying we agree with the keller williams uh uh attorney we should be moving forward that these are not tied don't tie them together um Asked by Wood to weigh in on Glass's request, Braun, who is the plaintiff's attorney, said he didn't see any reason for the legal challenges in Sister Burnett, which may not be resolved for another year or more, to impact the trial schedule. So, and, and then he goes on to say, hey, yeah, we agree with Timothy Ray from Keller Williams. Like, don't tie these uh, together. Uh, the court allowed the jury, this is Timothy Ray, Keller Williams' defense attorney, to believe that no home seller would ever pay a buyer's agent absent in conspiracy once again without sharing with the judge that this very practice is allowed by Missouri statute. Therefore, Keller Williams would like for the Morrell uh, case to stand on its own, consistent with the law in its district and circuit. Um, Judge Andrea Wood, I don't think the fact that the other case has proceeded to trial and there are certain legal issues that will be challenged post-trial affects what I need to do to keep this case moving here. It is different case with some different issues. So saying, hey, different case, different issues. Well, some different issues. Some overlapping issues, she says. In, in a different circuit. So I tend to agree with Mr. Ray's point that this case should stand on its own. That the judge is saying, we're going to look at this thing on its own. We're going right. to look at it differently. We're going to look at it from a legal standpoint, which is what Keller Williams is saying. Hey, they, they didn't take in the law into account in right. Missouri. Yeah. Um, one could argue that, you know, this one's going to, going to take place in a different part of the country. Not well, and I mean, it also sounds very evident that it may even be pushed again. Like, yeah, I mean, everything is going to keep getting put. Yeah. Here, here's the one thing when you start to really get into the weeds on this. The last verdict is we're talking multiple years here on 
really sifting right. through everything. Yeah. Could be a new presidential administration. Who knows who by that time? Is there going to be an impact there? For sure. Um, you know, not saying that that uh, there's a conspiracy in the no, US we're not, government or anything. N- not no. You know, there, and there's no attorney conspiracies out Never. there. Just just we're just gonna speak on these right. alleged realtor conspiracies. But um, a lot of things can change by the time that one finally gets sifted through. This one, you're going to have a whole new jury. I mean, the, the problem with, you know, leaving these things in the hands of the jury, um, you know, in, in Missouri, you might not have people that really even care about the law. In, Wait, what? You might not have people that you might not have. You get 12 people. Just in Missouri? I'm not putting people in Missouri down, but I'm yeah. just saying these are 12 people who might just be renters who hate realtors. I'm just saying. I'm just yeah. saying that this could be the case. Right. I'm not saying that this is. Right. Are they showed up hungover or something? Could have been hungover. Could have been any number of different issues. Mm-hmm. Um, when you leave the hands with twelve just people, anything yeah. can happen. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, which is maybe why no, anywhere in Remax said, I don't want to trust these. Yeah. Well, and it's funny again. That's why it goes back to you know it would it would have been important to get the real estate agent's perspective or the buyer's perspective on how they felt about their real estate agents on this trial too, because I do think it, it would have set the tone. Like it, it's a roll of the dice. This one's in yeah. Illinois. Maybe maybe you get a um, more intelligent jury, and yeah. maybe they see things differently. It's a roll of dice. You don't know well, who you're get. and it'll be interesting though too, because now we're also talking about potentially a more educated jury on the topic. Because now, because now this one's there's come through. something yeah. has already now, happened. So conversations the, have already been had. Here's the thing: just this morning on the hot sheet, I did a uh, there was a lending tree survey. It's a, it's an article on nowbam.com about 2,000 consumers, proje- you know, projection for 2024. And only 2000. That was the survey. Okay. A good survey is over a thousand people. So okay. 2000, they doubled. Okay. That was good. Lending tree survey. Good idea. Um, and 35% said that, uh, they were actually rooting for a market crash. Oh, rooting. Wow. Cheering it on. Cheering it on. So, so those are renters that want those could be people like on the jury. Right, you know, that just want it all to fall. Just want to destruct. There's this like disease running across well, it's America almost, right now. Honestly, you know what's interesting though? It may not even be about. It may not. I'm sure it's about them because it's they a probably, destructive behavior. It's a disease. Right? They're also like. I feel like I say this a lot. I feel like a lot of people's it, jelly. You know, jealousy is a oh, terrible yeah. thing. Jellyfish. We. There's, I mean, go back to real world episode one hundred something. We invented the word for Nicole. I the mean, well, <laughs> I have, I have the jellyfish. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it is. I, I think it, it, it's. I mean, we could go into a whole bunch of things on, on that, but that's terrible. So, in the end, to summarize what uh, Andrea Wood, the judge presiding over this new case, or this not new, it's been around since twenty nineteen, but this next class action trial. She added that it makes uh, sense to set a trial date as soon as it's reasonable to do so. She also said the court was busy. Uh, you know, the plaintiffs are like, let's do this in quarter three. She's like, I'm thinking quarter four mm-hmm. is when we can get it done. Maybe later if NAR well, has Well, again, it goes, it's very it interesting because then so, it goes into the whole election situation too. Yep. So we thought this was going to happen in quarter one. Yeah. Then the judge is like, we're busy with more important stuff than you guys fighting over this. We're pushing this back. Plaintiffs wanted quarter three. She's saying quarter four might be 2025. These things are going to get drawn out 
for a long time. Long time. 2024. Hey, agents, future's bright. 2024, I think transactions go up. I think you compete with less agents. And I believe you have the ability to educate consumers that your commission is negotiable as it always has been. Of course. And not much will change there for you in 24. I agree. Um, Next week is episode 300. All right. So make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you hit the bell here so you don't miss it. I feel like we haven't even put it on our calendars yet. Uh, It is on. Mine. I'll it's add it to yours. Not on my Episode three hundred <laughs> next week. Three hundred real words. Um, Wait, are we doing it live? Live? No, it'll be recorded. Okay. We're gonna have a live sit-in audience. Yeah. And uh, have we had anyone interested in joining us yet? Uh, if you're interested, send me an email. Byron at nowbam.com. Byron at nowbam.com. Keep it real, guys. We'll see Keep you next real. week on episode three hundred. See you guys.